respond to reports of a missing person. The mother is on scene and requesting assistance. Unit 527 responding 1039. This is Over the Horizon and Far Away. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Over the Horizon and Far Away, a true crime podcast that focuses on cases of the missing and murdered that received little media attention. This is Danielle, and today I will actually be solo. So I just wanted to take the time today to tell you more about me and why I'm so passionate about this podcast, how the idea of this podcast came to be, and you know, just all the work that we're putting into it and why we think it's so important to do this podcast. So I actually spent much of my young life navigating the foster care system. Um, So I actually bounced in and out of foster care between two different states for most of my young life, truly. Um, So I personally have experienced some of the abuse and neglect that we will often see come up in these cases. Um, So you'll often hear me actually mention my mother. And I think it's important for people to know that she's not my biological mother. She was actually my foster mother when I was a teenager and I was in the foster care system. Um, And we have just stayed close. And that is who my mom is. So Um, when people hear me say that, just, I think it's an important little tidbit to know. Um, I also think that growing up in the foster care system made me determined to do something great with my life. I always said growing up, I have to beat the odds. I can't be a statistic. I can't be, you know, the stereotype of kids aging out of the foster care system. You know, I think we have this kind of stereotype that kids that are in foster care, Um, like bad and they have all these issues and kind of that stuff and so then when they become adults they're criminals they're homeless they're addicts like they've likely dropped out of school like those sorts of things are uneducated like we just have such a negative stereotype and so um, I just knew that's not how I wanted people to see me And so I actually graduated high school early and I went on to complete my bachelor's degree in human services. So I've had a few positions on the the social services fields, um, but within about the last six years or so, my primary role has actually required me to use my investigative skills. And so (laughs) we're going to joke about how nosy I am too from time to time on the podcast, but I kind of just come by my nosiness naturally. Um, I often am just kind of overthinking situations and scenarios. And I'm very much so that person that like is in the shower thinking about something that happened, you know, last week or, you know, a conversation I had earlier in the day or whatever. And I'm just thinking through it and like really processing every little piece of that. And, you know, then I'm like, oh man, something about that didn't make sense or, oh, I need to know more about this. And, that kind of thing. So I think just kind of that natural drive to know more information and just kind of constantly be thinking um, is really going to be beneficial for me 
doing this true crime podcast um, because I have just kind of approached the researching of these cases um, as kind of a challenge to find out as much information as I can. Um, there's definitely been some barriers to that. <laughs> I think we talked in one of our previous bonus episodes for you guys about truly how hit or miss law enforcement has been for us. And you will definitely see that kind of play out in the episodes. Like we have some episodes that are like amazing. Like we were able to get so many good records or law enforcement was willing to talk to us or, um, you know, we got family and those sorts of things. Um, but we definitely have cases that have basically nothing from law enforcement or any sort of police records or anything like that, because we've just been given kind of the runaround and whatnot. So, um, I've just really tried to kind of think outside the box on getting case information. We've, we're reaching out to families. Um, I've done all kinds of Google stalking and gone down like rabbit holes. And like, before I know it, I'm like on somebody's friends, cousins, grandma's like Facebook or something wild, but then I stumble across like a family member. And so um, I really just know that I am trying to put a ton of effort and the research into these cases to get as much information out as I possibly can. Now, I fell in love with the true crime field many, many years ago. Um, I've been following true crime podcasts and I watch all the like true crime shows and all of that and have for many years. Um, but I'm particularly love, I shouldn't say love because I don't know that we love that people are missing, but I am most curious and fascinated by cases of missing people versus cases of the murdered. Um, and I think that's just kind of the whole idea that like people just can't simply vanish, right? And also their families deserve to know, you know, what happened to them. And so my kind of curiosity and interest in this is a huge motivator in wanting to start this podcast. Um, I actually have recently been utilizing my skills uh, to assist a good friend of mine in locating her missing daughter. And so that's been definitely a unique journey. Um, I never really, I don't think anybody ever really expects to find themselves kind of on that side looking for somebody that's missing. Um, so it's definitely very interesting to see kind of how how much, you know, working with law enforcement and stuff really is what that is really like. Cause it's definitely different to be on this side versus just talking about cases or talking to other family members and expressing their stories on this podcast. So it really gives me kind of this unique perspective um, that I don't know that a lot of other podcast um, creators in this true crime field really have. Now, another motivator for me wanting to do this podcast was also just trying to assist families of the missing and raising awareness of these cases. Oftentimes, families just don't know what to do or have the tools and knowledge to help keep um, cases in the light, help keep pushing them forward, um, help with those searches for their loved ones. So you'll often hear me highlighting the efforts that we see families making in our cases and we really stop and do that because we want other families to hear that information and be able to utilize it to help find their loved ones. And again, like, you know, prior to me getting involved with my friend and her daughter, what's interesting is she was, 
I think there was a little bit of denial and like this, you know, she's going to pop back up. Like she can't really be missing. Like, I think we all want to think that bad things can't happen to us. And then after talking to her a lot, cause it really took some convincing that we needed to do something. Uh, you know, she was kind of just like, I don't really know what to do. And I think that's very, a very fair position to be in because I, a lot of us don't ever expect and will never be in a position to have to find a missing loved one. Uh, but you know, knowledge is power. And I want to help share that knowledge with other families. Now I have spent a good chunk of my life in Montana, which contains seven reservations. So we here often see cases of people who go missing and very little is done about that. Um, we will definitely be covering some Montana cases. We have some really wild ones here for sure. Um, and so it's just, it's, you know, I almost think we're like a different breed up here. We have the reservations. They play by a different set of rules, right? Because they're sovereign nations. And then you have kind of the politics that play into the different law enforcement agencies and whatnot. And so there's just so much going on here that a lot of times we do see that negatively impact cases. And that's incredibly frustrating. Um, so our goal is just to you know, keep that pressure on law enforcement agencies to have them doing their part in these cases. You know, we want to reach as many people as far away as we possibly can. Uh, you just never know who is going to know something. And I just, I hope somebody hears us talking about a case and says, I know that person and I know something about them and that they share that with the right people so we can bring that person home. And if I can play a part in bringing even one loved one home to their family, then I know that this podcast is doing its job. Now, I'm also a mother and a foster mother, and you will see that reflected in the cases that I select to cover. Uh, you will see that many of my cases are missing or murdered children whose bodies, you know, just have not been found. Uh, I cannot imagine something happening to one of my children and having absolutely no answers. I just cannot wrap my mind around that. So bringing closure to a grieving parent is something that's important to me because I would hope that if I found myself in such a devastating position, somebody would care as much as I do about my child. Now, additionally, because of my foster parent background and my social services um, career field that I've chosen, uh, I have had some experiences dealing with some of the issues that you will see us talk about in these episodes. So we are going to talk a lot about domestic violence, child abuse and neglect, addiction, and other similar issues like that. And it's important to me that we are sharing resources and getting those resources out there for people that are experiencing these same issues so that they can get help before it's too late and before they find themselves in these or their families find themselves in these positions where they're also missing or murdered and their body may not be able to be located. So in summary, really, I'm just a normal person that wants to try to make a difference for the families of people that are missing or that have been murdered and their bodies have never been found. I hope you will continue to join me every week and be a part of that journey. Our first official episode will be released on January 1st of 2024, and we are so excited about it. 
in the meantime, we are working hard to get some fun bonus content out to you guys every week. Um, We have plans for some really great bonus episodes as well to cover additional cases. So please take the time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, We can be found on all of them at Over the Horizon and Far Away. Engage with us and we will definitely engage back. Like we want to hear your guys' thoughts and feedback. You know, like, comment, share, you know, tell your friends about us. We would love all of that. Additionally, we have set up a Patreon. So if you are able, please subscribe to us. We do just have the one tier right now, but we will be releasing two additional tiers shortly after the first episode drops. Um, And we have some um, kind of big plans for what we want those, you know, tiers to look like. So we're getting you guys more bonus stuff and more information and more cases, just all the things. So we have some big things planned that we're really excited about. Um, please take a minute or two to review us on whatever streaming service you're listening on. That is a great way to show your support for us because it helps get our podcast pushed out to new listeners. If there's a case you would like us to cover, you can email us at overthehorizonandfaraway at gmail.com or you can check out our case submission forms on any of our social media accounts. We hope that you we hope you will join us again next week and we can't wait to bring you another exciting bonus episode and we can't wait to bring you guys the start of this exciting podcast at the first of the year. We'll see you next week. Bye.